Yo, 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 what's up? Hello. What is happening in the house? <laughs> well, um, I just ate some pickle spears. That's what's happening in the his house. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. How's that? Mm-hmm. They were delicious. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was just playing video games before. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you were ignoring my message for so long. Cool. Yeah. 100%. I were was, you playing? Uh, I'm playing Forza Horizon 5 still. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. definitely put more hours into that game than I've played anything else in the last year, probably. Because um, it's just, it's like, what's nice about it is I can literally hop in and hop out. Like, I can get like five, 10 minutes of playtime. And that's enough to do things in the game. Yeah. Um, and like with current generation consoles like the Xbox Series X, I can leave the game. And then the next time I want to play, it's like my switch. I'm just right back to where I was. I don't have to like boot up the whole game and load it in. Like back when I played like Forza Horizon 4 on my Xbox One X, every time I wanted to boot it up, it's like, cool, I'm going to start it and I'm going to go grab a drink and I'm going to grab a snack and I'm going to like it. <laughs> three and a half to five minutes before I'm in the game. Yeah. That's now I can just like stop, leave, come back. And I'm right. Even if, even if for whatever reason, like it rebooted, it got a software update and like it had to close the game. It, because they're so fast, like the current, like PlayStation five and the Xbox series X, they're so fast at booting up um, and booting up games on their flash storage that like, it doesn't even matter. Like I can be from the main menu to the game in like 30 seconds. So, like now I can play like these big games and like Forza, you know, is a pretty like, like just racing game. You can just hop in, get in the car, drive mm-hmm. really fast, do something stupid in a few minutes. And then, you know, if Atlas wakes up or if I have to go and do something like a podcast, you know, I can hop in and hop out. And I feel like I've still had time to play it. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Which is really important for me because since becoming a father, like it's hard to find time to sit and like play a game and not feel guilty, especially mm-hmm. when he's awake. Like that's just not gonna happen because if I'm free and he's awake, well, that's like the only time when I'm not working that Jamie would get a break from him mm-hmm. while he's awake. So like, course, I yeah. feel like I need to go and look after him when he's awake and I'm available. So I'm not gonna play games then, but then yeah, like the moment, you know, he goes down and if Jamie's off doing her own thing, I'm like, great, I'm gonna go and play video games. And yeah, that's, like, that's when minutes. I find that time. So um it's not a lot of time but it's my time and i'm gonna yeah absolutely and especially now since alice is like up and moving around and stuff he's not just like sleeping all the time or just like laying there and rolling around on the floor yeah that's cool i mean like he's crawling all over the place so like now it's 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 in some ways it's harder because Yes, he can keep his, himself entertained because he'll go and find things to do. But yeah, then you but... also have to watch him to make sure he's not getting into anything that you don't want him getting into. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's opening up cupboards now. Like today he was in the kitchen. And he just opened up the kitchen cupboard and he like was grabbing the dish soap underneath. And we're like, oh, oh yes, hey, like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you like all those years is like when you would go over to like friends places or like family members places and you see all like the the safety clips holding the cabinets closed one on you're like man this is so dumb why would anybody ever do that like just like whatever teach your kid not to do it like i never needed that when i was a kid and now i'm like man i feel like i should probably pick up some of those clips (laughs) i get it yeah and your parents probably totally had them you were just way too young to remember yeah (laughs) It's like the outlets. Like we're looking at all our outlets, and we're like, I think we need to get the clips to put in the outlets to like mm-hmm. cover them. And I'm like, 
they're so annoying, but <laughs> I also completely understand now why they're necessary. Yeah. It's only for a little while anyway. Yeah, well, I, I actually ago. have. Yeah, I was like, I actually have no <laughs> idea how long, but that's OK. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was up to before this. Nice. I was mm-hmm. uh, I was eating food and watching The Simpsons, as I typically do. I really thought there was football on tonight, so I went to put that on. And then, yeah, apparently it's all on it's Saturday and Sunday this week. <laughs> so there you go. No football, yep. but... Yeah, uh, that just Sorry. hanging out. Gotta I know uh, typically on these podcasts, uh, we would want to start and talk about like the latest book of Boba Fett, but I can honestly say that I haven't seen the most recent episode yet. I have um... not started that series yet, so <laughs> yeah, we won't. It's only go two there. in, you know. It's okay, only two weeks okay. in, so you know you got you you've got a chance to catch up and perfect. Uh, not be too far behind, but. Uh, you know, judging by the first episode, I think there's potential. Um, I wasn't as wowed as I was with The Mandalorian, but mm. um, we'll see. You know, uh, there's still a lot of time. I've already had people ask me if I've seen it, what my thoughts were on the second episode. So that to me, just because I've been asked that makes me think it's going in the right direction. Right. Um, yeah. But only time will tell. And I'm sure Alex is, you know, bickering somewhere to himself <laughs> saying, oh, I have to do everything around here. <laughs> Yes, he absolutely is. You know, I've been meaning to watch it, but I I I have to watch it with Bobo and we mm. both started new jobs sort of this uh yeah. new year, so it's been a little hectic for us. Um but surely we'll get to it this weekend and catch up. On and if it's only two episodes, then that makes me feel yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um but you know what else has been going on this week? Ooh. Probably yes. The what? CES. Oh, yeah. What's that, Matt? Film oh, I'm glad in. you asked, Deb. <laughs> uh, so CES is the Consumer Electronics Show. Um, it happens yearly in Vegas. Um, I believe it's in Vegas. Doesn't matter. Uh, this year, I think it's more online than it is in person, but it still has an Fair. event space. Um, and it is like the big show of every year that all the big tech companies come out and they unveil their their products, their prototypes, their roadmaps, things they're working on for the year. So you get to see what's happening in smart, um, you know, smart technology, like smart um, fridges and doorbells and lighting and all that kind of stuff. You get to see what's <laughs> going on. And, you know, now cars are a big part of it. Like electric vehicles is a big thing. So Sony, you know, makers of the PlayStation and televisions and phones, you name it, the Walkman, um, they now have a division called Sony Mobility that is making electric vehicles like Sony oh, is making cars my. now. Um, and so last year they actually showed off uh, the Sony vision concept. And this was before Sony mobility was even like, like a, like a subsidiary of Sony. Um, they were just like, Hey, look, we did a thing. And people were like, okay, well this year they showed up with that again, refined, but also an SUV now. Um, oh and gosh. you can play PlayStation games in it because it's Sony. Why wouldn't you be able to play PlayStation games in it? But it's doing like all the kind of things that Tesla's doing, like autopilot and all these other things. So um, this was a pretty regular point that came up during CES this week was like autopilot technology and tech companies being really invested in auto, like the automotive industry. And mm-hmm. it, it makes sense because as vehicles are being electrified and as these like really advanced features are coming along, they're pushing more and more for technology to solve a lot of these problems you know whether it's how do we charge batteries efficiently well a lot of tech companies deal with batteries and they've been dealing mm-hmm. with them for a long time how do we 
bring technology into the dashboard and into the to how the inner workings of the vehicle you know being able to safely drive and navigate a vehicle autonomously without user interaction these are things that tech companies are uniquely suited for because they are engineers they're software design developers right yeah totally they write code they're the engineers of the future in many ways so you know it makes sense that the big automotive companies that we've known forever and ever and ever you know you got the big three in north america dodge you know chevy chrysler ford that whole shtick and mm-hmm. then you've got everybody else in europe like mercedes audi volkswagen you know all the japanese cars like everybody is lagging behind because they're they're mechanical engineers they're not software engineers they're not thinking in these Very terms true. so it's it's really fascinating mm. to see this coming in so so far we've seen sony unveiled some cars um chevy unveiled its silverado electric vehicle uh, to compete so cool. with ford's f-150 lightning which is their electric vehicle um that actually just went on pre-order last week it, they were expecting about fifty thousand pre-orders they tripled that in the first day oh my gosh guys that's how much people want this truck mm-hmm. and i get it like this is like when you you look at the truck, it looks like a normal F one hundred and fifty, which is great. Yeah, and I hate how like a lot of the the hybrids and a lot of the electric vehicles that we've seen outside of Tesla, they all look kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. They look really they have like, to weird. like yeah, they have to make them look like I don't know futuristic or something. But like, why can't it just look like a truck? Yeah, like they're constantly like going out of their way to make these vehicles look different Mm -hmm. to differentiate them from their you know gas powered equivalents right and from all these companies that have been making you know cars for a long time in some cases some really nice looking cars they've been doing a terrible job (laughs) pumping out electric vehicles you almost feel like it's on purpose like the designers are just like hey let's make this worse so that people keep buying the thing that we make the most profit in like honestly like i i truthfully believe that it was a very business intentional decision to do that um but ford came out uh, a year and a half ago and they're like hey we unveiled our electric pickup that's coming the ford f-150 lightning looks like a normal f-150 but as soon as you start really getting into it you realize holy crap here's all the advantages of doing a normal pickup truck that's electric when you open up the front hood there's no engine what do you get instead a massive trunk like a frunk a front trunk and it's massive <laughs> oh that's and true. think about it from like a truck perspective usually the only cargo space you have is in the open box in the back right mm-hmm. now you have significantly more storage space so when you're thinking about doing your your groceries when you're thinking about doing your like putting your luggage away anything like that you can put all that up front in a closed like cabin like yeah. a normal trunk would be. And then in the back, you still have all that space for hauling whatever else you got to do. If you're going camping, if you're doing whatever, like truck whatever stuff. it is, yeah. normal truck stuff, you still have all of that in addition to now even more cargo space that mm-hmm. used to be filled with these massive gas guzzling engines. So right away, you're just like, man, that's really cool. That's awesome. And then you start learning about some of the other stuff that they announced with it, which was um, if there's a power outage, your house doesn't have power. The, the battery in your truck, while plugged into its charger, if you've got it set up in the right way to your house for charging, it can act as a battery for your house. Guess how long it will last to power the average home? I have no idea. Take a guess. Uh, forever. No, no, it's a battery. <laughs> You're right, it's a battery. Okay, it's going to so go eventually. Like eight hours. 
Uh, it's a lot more. It's three days. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Okay, that like, You can live in your that's house cool. with a full power outage for three days. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. I did hear so, like, about that feature, yeah. but I didn't I didn't realize that it was that long. And and this is just really the, cool. the really cool thing about electric vehicles, what what mm-hmm. it's doing and how it's going to disrupt that market. Not only is it going to be, you know, better for our environment because you're not pumping out all of the emissions and everything that has been pumping out of vehicles for a long time, even though that they've gotten more and more and more and more efficient over the years. There's just still so many vehicles on the road. A lot of vehicles that are just sitting in traffic that aren't even traveling, and yet they're still pumping out pollution. Mm-hmm. Electric vehicles are eliminating that. So it's really cool. And CES, we've seen now Sony, uh, Chevy came out, showed off their vehicle. Um, NVIDIA. So NVIDIA makes graphic cards, and they make a lot of software for doing like 3D graphics and 3D animation and modeling and all that kind of stuff. Things that is used for video games, things that are used for movies, all this kind of stuff. They spent a huge portion of their keynote um, on Tuesday talking about their technology for autonomous vehicles. So it's like, what the heck? Like, everyone's all these just major tech building companies, cars. They're yeah. just building cars or like doing things to help advance that market, which is clearly like a really important market right now because there's a lot of um, um, things in place, um, a lot of treaties in place that are saying, hey, by 2030, Everybody basically, like, if you're still an on-maker that's not making electric vehicle and you're primarily not making electric vehicles, you're not going to be doing very well. So Mm -hmm. everybody is now in this race that it's like, okay, like, 2023 is going to be the year that you're going to start seeing a lot of new electric vehicles on the market. And then every year after that, they're just going to get more and less expensive. So... Which is I'm super excited. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, Like, they're just getting more and more affordable. Yeah. And I think a lot of people want to own an electric vehicle. It's just so far out of reach for a lot of, like, most people, the average person right now, right? Yeah. Like, I would trade in my little Kia Rio for an electric vehicle yeah. in a heartbeat if I could. But yeah. they're so out of my price range. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, minimum you're looking at right now is, like, $35,000, yeah. Like, minimum. Yeah. And so this is where, you know, in a couple of years, two things are going to happen. There's going to be more used electric vehicles available to to buy because people who were early adopters are going to want to buy the newer tech Mm -hmm. sooner because they're going to want all the benefits that come with the newer ones. And, you know, those of us who can't afford the brand new vehicles right now, or even in two years, we're going to look at that and be like, Hey, that's a reasonable option. Now I can get in at 20 grand, 15 Mm -hmm. grand, maybe, you know, there's Nissan Leafs. Yeah. They don't have a huge range, but if you're only doing inner city driving, you can buy a Nissan Leaf for 10 grand, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. 10 to 15 grand for a car that is fully electric. They're very (laughs) ugly. Uh, What we talked about before, they're very ugly. Those ones are like particularly ugly. (laughs) If you drive less than a hundred kilometers in a day, Mm -hmm. that is a ticket for many, many, many people who want to, switch and get away from gas powered vehicles mm-hmm. you know you can start every day with a fully gassed up a fully charged vehicle do all your things your groceries drive you know commuting to your job and back that's your day you get home you plug it back in you never really have to care that you don't have any more range than that because the whole purpose of that car is just to be a commuter in the city right mm-hmm. um if you have to have to go on a longer road trip well somebody else can drive <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah or just rent rent a car for like a gas a car. car for 
for that or take public transit you know what i mean like trains are becoming more and more a thing again and yeah maybe right not right now i'm not going to advise you to go on a train uh but when things get back a little bit to normal take public transit you know yeah absolutely Um, um, we've been talking about doing a train train trip to Montreal for the F1 yeah. races whenever they oh, come that, back to Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd um, be so cool. And then we don't have to worry about driving through the city. That's probably really insane to drive through. <laughs> and we get to take a train. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple more, actually. I was thinking about it as we were talking. So Chevy also announced they're working on a $30,000 EV. It's going to be their Equinox, so like their crossover. Um, so again, like everybody's aiming to get like lower cost still plenty of range new electric vehicles and that's just going to become more and more the norm um Mm -hmm. we're seeing the end of the you know the internal combustion engines like nobody is really developing new engines at this point kind of what's on the market is what you're going to get and everything else going forward is going to be electric or you know alternative I would love to know. I have a couple mechanic friends. I'm going to have to reach out to them and just find out how what their thoughts are on um, this because I'm sure servicing a elect- an electric vehicle is maybe not super different. Like there's going to be some things that are very similar suspension and all that jazz, mm-hmm. but like yep. otherwise, like Mr. Transmission, for example, you know, the actual, mm. the whole point well, of no the transmission. transmission shops is, yeah. Yeah. So, so and, and this is the thing, right? So mechanics, I think, you know, there's two ways you can look at it. You can get really frustrated. And, you know, I, I compare this kind of to, um, you know, what's going on in Alberta. There's a lot of people that are really frustrated at the government, the Canadian government, because, you know, the oil industry isn't as profitable as it used to be. So it's hurting their livelihoods. Right. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's a OK, like we're seeing a shift in what we need to do as a society. There, there's environmental reason why we need to do this. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just like in general that this is where we're going so either get on board or get into a completely different career you know what i mean like and so for mechanics i think there's a real opportunity for them to educate themselves on what the changes are go back to school do whatever you have to do Mm -hmm. to adjust your businesses to be able to continue to operate you know you've got these long tenure businesses that have probably created a lot of good relationships with their customers over the years built reputations as a brand this is your opportunity to start thinking now about how am i going to adjust because in 10 15 years yeah there's still going to be gas cars on the road there's going to be gas cars on the road for the next 30 to 50 years until either a they're completely outlawed and you're just not Mm -hmm. allowed to drive them at all anymore and gas stations aren't available anymore and all these things go away until all that happens there's still going to be gas cars on the road your rio is going to get rio is going to continue to get driven until it's probably driven to the road uh, a lot of people right um like this is a real thing so mechanics still have jobs for a long time doing the same work they're doing today for quite a while but to last the long term i believe you know, beyond just your basic service of brakes and tires, and like you said, um, suspension, things like that, you know, body work is all kind of still the same thing. Yeah. That's you true. should be learning how to do things with big batteries, right? Mm-hmm. You should learn how to service major batteries. You should learn how to service electric motors. Mm-hmm. That is a new industry that if you can get in, you can market yourself early as that kind of service provider and oh, you can yeah. learn it. There you yeah. go. Like, yeah, transition your business. You know, electric vehicles do not have a transmission. Why? Because electric motors just spin up and they keep spinning up. There's no gearing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just 
one gear and it just speeds right up. <laughs> um, and it's really smooth. It's really cool. I've, I've had the chance to drive an electric vehicle and it's a very cool experience. And I'm very mm-hmm. excited for the day when I own my own electric vehicle. But um, yeah, I, it's just, it's to your point. Yeah. Like Mr. Transmission's going to have to become Mr. Electric Motor. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. Like that's your choice. Else. Right. Or just be in like any, like any other service provider at that point, just do tires and brakes and suspensions. And here's the thing. Brakes aren't going to get replaced as often anymore. Um, yeah. The way electric cars work um, because each wheel can act as like a, like a generator. What happens is you can turn on one pedal driving. So rather than you taking your foot off the gas and it just glides until you press the brake and then it stops when you adjust your foot on the throttle or the accelerator, as you come off of it, it actually applies the generator to like your wheels act as a generator to charge the batteries so it slows down your vehicle just by you lifting your foot off the brake uh, off the gas off the accelerator wow this is going to take some time to get used to the new terminology but yeah it, it's just like a lot of the time until you want to come to a complete stop like you can slow down your vehicle almost to a complete stop just by taking your foot off the the accelerator and it's pretty quick so you learn like how to modulate that more instead mm-hmm. of how a lot of people drive their cars today which is you can take your foot off the gas your car will continue to coast for a long coast time, forever right? yeah it's awesome um, <laughs> so yeah like this is a real thing and so brakes won't have to get replaced as often which again is great for the environment because you don't have to make as many mm-hmm. but it's going to hurt those you know service providers and those manufacturers mm-hmm. who make brakes right so there's a lot there's a lot that's going to change with this and i think as with any major disruption to any industry like these companies that are reliant on these things today need to be looking ahead and saying how are we going to pivot to survive in that world how are we yeah, going to exactly. thrive in that world you know crazy that's what's exciting about ces but that's just one small part of ces you know <laughs> this is just something that like it's cool that how much they're they're coming into it. Um, BMW is there, not talking about electric vehicles. Like they do have an electric vehicle there, um, but they're also showing off this car that can change colors. Yep, that seems. Uh, let me see if I can find cool. like a, something on it. The like the outside, IX. like the paint. Yeah, yeah. Like it straight up changes colors. Um, it's like a mood car instead of a mood ring. <laughs> Oh my gosh. These sites. They don't load. <laughs> uh, share that screen. So this is the vehicle here. It's the BMW iX. And um, I'm trying to see if there's like a video that shows it changing colors. Um, it is an electric vehicle, of course, because everything course. that yes is electric. Um, yeah, they will probably show it off in this video here. Do 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 do. Let's see. This is exciting. <laughs> I don't know why oh, I'm having so much a hard time finding the change. Yeah, you um, think that would be like. Change colors. I'm gonna find this for you. Yeah, I'm gonna find this for you. <laughs> yeah, so it's featuring e-ink, the same thing that you find like a Kindle. Um, oops. So yeah, here it is in all in white, and then yeah, I think they just showed it there. Like it can just change on the fly, just like that, like what, what? you're seeing right there. That is crazy. 
And I know this is a promo video, but this is actually what it looks like in real life. Like I saw a video clip of it happening, just driving along and it just changed colors. It was like, what? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that would be trippy as hell to see in real life. Yeah. 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 So like, how does it, so what? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, you can have racing stripes. Yep. Okay. That's cool. That's nutty, eh? So yeah, like but some really, how? really cool stuff. Um, it's it's e ink. That's, that's that's the best I can tell you. <laughs> All right, I'll, we'll have to. I'll look it up later. I probably won't. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah there's like you know there's a lot of new laptops that are being shown off you know ever since apple last year came out and was like hey we're gonna do this m1 chip and it's gonna be super you know um battery efficient you know you're gonna be able to actually use your computer all day um and for real things like doing video calls and doing work on your computer yeah it still lasts an entire day um so like and they're gonna outperform the previous chips that were there before like was just it's just bonkers usually it's like either power and poor performance or lots of performance and not so much power they managed to lift up both and so this year obviously as a reaction to that everybody else is having to step up so Mm -hmm. intel is trying to do the same thing um so they're showing off all their stuff in their new computers um you know there's like a cool projector that's it kind of looks like a little portrait i'll pull it back up on the screen here um this one from samsung they announced the freestyle so it looks like a little like um like a little spotlight right yeah and you can actually mount it like upside down on like a in like a light socket kind of configuration um it can actually act as a light too it's got this little like top piece that you can put on it can do all the different colors and lighting for a room so it's multi-purpose it can be a light it's a smart speaker and it's a projector so you can just sit it down wherever you want and you can just aim it at a wall it's a 1080p projector um and yeah you can it it can go anywhere from 30 inches to 100 inches in screen size um so you can just like like, bring this tiny little thing with you just boom watch a movie so how do you so how do you like get the movie or whatever to the projector like is it like um, casting I, I or is it believe like it's got a built-in like like uh google chromecast if i'm not mistaken i i can't i don't have all the details in front something of me, like but, that anyway um, yeah that's super it does have cool. some like plug-in ports i don't know if you can actually plug in a video feed or if it has to be like just streamed to it i'm not entirely clear on that but i thought that one was pretty nifty when i saw that um yeah that's super there's cool. been a lot of improvements in OLED TVs as well. So both Sony mm-hmm. and L, uh, Sony and Samsung, sorry, not LG, um, came out with their QD OLEDs. Um, I don't actually know what the QD stands for. It might be quantum dot, but I could be mistaken. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> but anyway, what what these are doing, the QD OLEDs, they're super bright, which has always been a problem with OLEDs. OLEDs have the best picture you can find, period. You will not see a better looking television than an oled television but they're very dark so you can't really watch them in a bright lit room Mm -hmm. if you're in your living room you got a lot of windows you have to close all those windows and hopefully you can get a lot of light because you're gonna have a hard time seeing what's on the screen um with these they've they've changed the technology in a way that the brightness is far higher which means you can watch it in a brightly lit room while still maintaining the quality and all the things that you get with an OLED TV. So um, both Sony and Samsung are, are have shown them off and are releasing them. Um, LG is releasing a better OLED, but it's not on the same level as these QD ones. So it's mm-hmm. like the first time where we've been like, oh, 
I would actually entertain buying an OLED that's not an LG because for the past couple of years, they've been the dominant player in that space. For sure, yeah. I don't even know, like, I can't even think of a time I heard of, like, a Samsung or whatever OLED. They're probably out there, but it's definitely not as yeah. prominent. Like, yeah. they've all been in the market. Like, I remember the first OLED that I ever saw was a Sony, and it was a 13-inch OLED. It was back at the when Sony was doing their Sony stores, and this was in Vaughn Mills. Like, this was, like, probably, like, 2000. 2005 mm-hmm. uh, somewhere around there i would estimate um and i it was the first time i'd seen it and i was just blown away by the picture like it, i had never heard of oled before so when i saw it and i saw the picture quality i was like this is incredible um so like they've all been in the game for a long time just lg was the dominant player they were the ones with the best televisions and you know they, they just got to market and did it in such a fantastic way um and i've actually come very close multiple times to buying one um it's just been hard to justify at times and so Mm -hmm. now that there's more players it's actually really exciting it's a really exciting time to be in the market for a television because you have a lot more options now and options means everybody has to step up their game to try and (laughs) produce the best price for the best features and all that kind of stuff so it's a really exciting time because we're all about to get way nicer televisions so awesome Which i love it great oh here's the uh the the sony suv oh my god sony mobility it looks like a marshmallow yeah i like i haven't seen too much of the interior i'm actually gonna look it up uh sony vision s02 quite the name quite the name they're really mm-hmm. you know working that so oh, i hate uh, it let's see the interior like, sure there. Really cool, but it's really ugly yeah like, like a keep big LCD screen there in the middle. That um, is so ridiculous. You know, uh, there's not a whole lot in here. Let's see. Oh, I've just clicked on the exact same picture twice. <laughs> you know, from the side, it's like it's, it's obviously like an SUV. You know what I mean? Like a crossover. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just don't like how like smooth they are or something. Like it's just like a weird. I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't dig yeah, it. But I do love I, how I, much. I love the panoramic roofs yes. that EVs yeah. do. Like almost every EV I've seen is doing this, like mass, massive, like glass roofs, and then really strong pillars here. So if you're ever in a rollover, you're still safe. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just gonna say, like, seems a little dangerous, but it's pretty cool. Well, for some reason, it's going backwards. There we go. Yeah, it, it, like it, it looks pretty sleek. Like there's the interior again, more zoomed in. It's cool that both backrests have like television screens oh and their uh, LCD panels in them. We'll never have to talk to people again. Just watch stuff constantly. Dream. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this like back little control panel is for the the rear passengers, Hmm. but it's cool that it's bucket seats. You know, uh, definitely more comfortable than sitting on a bench when you know for sure commuting. Oh, that's like the backpack seats. I didn't realize it was a third row. That's brilliant. Hmm. Very cool. So yeah, that's a lot of seats. Like that's a big car. That's six seats damn and that's including... the uh that's their sony car that's the, oh, the car, car's not bad. really nice yeah, yeah the car's not bad at all it kind of it's almost like tesla s it, it, just it reminds me different. of the s yeah more yeah. than the three yeah. like it it's a nice looking car um yeah huh. whoever thought you might be buying a sony car <laughs> when i was listening to my walkman on my way to like elementary school back in the day, I did not think yeah. that I would ever buy, first of all, an electric vehicle, period. Yeah. Um, certainly not a Sony one. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It was funny. I was talking about it with somebody earlier today and they immediately mentioned, they're like, 
so like they finally took all those years where they were working on gran turismo and turned it into a real <laughs> product it was just that was their product testing for all those years they were just simulating everything they needed to know about the real world that they could <laughs> finally make something in the real world that's so funny um, yeah. i wonder if they're working with like any car manufacturers for like the actual car stuff like I'm, I'm sure they've hired a lot of like automotive engineers. There's plenty full of them. I guess that's right? true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm like, obviously, like I would be surprised if all of these manufacturers are like trying to like reinvent the wheel when it comes to an electric motor or an axle or yeah. you know um, a braking system like that kind of stuff. Like leave it to those who have already engineered it and figured it out and make sure they work and they're safe. Mm -hmm. You know that's the most important part about those parts but then and like even like batteries like sony doesn't manufacture batteries right they're going to leave that up to the people who know it best but as far as like design goes like they've clearly spent time designing a very like sleek looking vehicle tastes you know from one person to the next like the car right. is very yeah. nice looking yeah the SUV is nice. an suv it's a crossover or whatever <laughs> right like they're very rarely great looking suvs or crossovers on the market so that's true yeah um here is uh, a, an update to the smart door lock. So this is actually from the same company that makes my door lock, except nice. now fast forward five years. And now you can just tap your watch or your phone to it to unlock it. Kind of like um, like Apple Pay and whatnot. Paying, so yeah, yeah. Makes it a bit easier to get in and out of your house. You don't have to like tap in a, a pin code or like tell Siri to do it. You can just walk up, tap and boom, you're in. Or try to use a key, um, you know, yeah. like, like most people huh? <laughs> when your hands are full. <laughs> well that's just it like yeah like makes your life a, that little bit easier right so on that note actually i was watching the news today um mm -hmm. for some reason and they were talking about these new like the next um sort of level up of the smart taps like kitchen faucets um because i have them now where you can like tap it to turn it on tap yep. it to turn it off or whatever um but yep. now apparently i think it's moen probably is the the main company doing it but they so you can tap to turn it on tap to turn it off but you can also swipe up on the little sensor to make it cold and swipe down to make it hotter whichever direction um swipe to the right to make it warm like it's just crazy no one ever has to use their hands again like ever some of them are being made yeah without handles yep it doesn't even have so a this handle. was at ces uh this week they showed this off <laughs> it's so funny um i figured it might be by moan why. like you said so you were absolutely right mm -hmm. uh and this is them showing it off this week so like legit they're they're it's just freaking tap man everybody's disrupting the every market <laughs> with technology <laughs> and like yeah you can tell your you can tell it to um, just pour like a cup of water. So if whatever yeah. recipe you're doing, you can just say like, hey, Siri or whatever. I don't think it's Siri, but whatever thing. I'm sure Alexa's probably built into it. <laughs> probably something like that. And be like, I there. need one just cup of water. She just did it. Yeah, that's... Four like... ounces, exactly. Half a cup. <laughs> Ugh, that's freaking <laughs> crazy, man. That's nuts. Yeah, that's, that's some cool stuff. Um, here's a cool thing. Uh, Samsung's actually been really on top of their game this CES. They've really been pushing a lot. This is I the have that remote. remote. Okay, um, I don't so have th that remote. This one, uh, you'll never have to re re change your batteries. Oh. You'll never have to plug it in either. Oh. So Solar how powered. this one works is it uses the radio waves that comes off of your Wi-Fi to charge it. What? So the little bits of radio waves that produce like next to nothing. Well, how often are you picking up and actually using your remote? It's for like a second here and there, right? True. 
the rest of the time it's just sitting in the room how long is your wi-fi on for all the all time the time so whenever you're like the the like 99 of the day that the remote is not being used 99.9 percent .9 of the day that the remote is not being actively used for anything it's going to be just constantly just taking that little bit of trickle power through the radio waves of your wi-fi that is and it's going to stay charged wow. as a result of that yeah that's crazy is that but, and, and, and the smart thing with it is you don't even need to have a big battery in it as a result because mm -hmm. it's, if it's always staying charged you can just have this like just enough capacity that if somebody wanted to use it for a few minutes it's, it's not going to die but outside of that like it doesn't need to be a battery capacity that can last for months on end either i i feel like forgot that you even have to change remote batteries i haven't done it in so long so like i totally forgot and our tv remote looks just like that one yeah. um but it doesn't have that cool back obviously yeah so it's yeah. not that version but it looks just like that we just got a samsung tv so um yep. it it looks like that but it must be a pretty small battery i didn't even think about it until right now how do you change it now i want to so, go yeah, get it and find this is out the, but... i guess the stat that they said so um, according to Samsung, the new remotes, which will ship out automatically with all of their 22, 2022 QLED 4K and 8K televisions, could eventually prevent 99 million AAA batteries from being dumped in landfills over the next seven years. Holy Christ. That like that's huge. That's you know huge. what I mean? Like, yeah, that that's actually a really worthwhile reason to to do this. You yeah. Know? And like, again, like I'm, I would be fine if they just had about like a remote that I had to plug in. Like that's how my Apple TV remote works. Yeah, I just right. plug it into the same charger I use for my phone. I charge it once every like three to five months mm -hmm. and it lasts ever since then. And I've, I don't have to change the batteries on them. Like they just, I, they last. I guess right? the thing with that is that if you don't get like a notification of some sort, whether it's on the mm -hmm. remote itself, that the battery's running low, you might forget. And then you'll just be like, Oh, Man, yeah, no, and I mean, like, thankfully, like Apple did think of that, and like when, <laughs> of course, it gets, they did. Like right now, it's literally every time I turn on my Apple TV, I just get a little notification that says your battery, your uh, remote has less than twenty percent battery. So mm -hmm. it gives you lots of notice. Well, like twenty percent still gonna give me weeks of battery life. So like, yeah, totally. I have fair warning to just plug it in for a couple hours to last me yet again five months, right? Mm -hmm. So like it works, but this takes that out of it. Exactly, right? you don't, you don't have even have to, to think plug about it, it at all. Yeah, it's just. Like who doesn't have Wi-Fi? No, who like and and I even know people who unplug their Wi-Fi's Wi-Fi at nighttime, but you're still gonna be within range of someone else's Wi-Fi. I don't know how well that will charge your remote, but still, like still, yeah. <laughs> now the question is, have they implemented as well a like beep system for when you lose mm. it? That there's like an app on your phone that you can be like, I can't find my goddamn remote. Where did it go? It's Funny that you say that because <laughs> that I think would be I more. I don't know for if me. this is the remote or not, but I read about a remote at CES <laughs> that did that. Um, and I'm going to look it up hilarious. right now. I CES should be inventing stuff. Clearly remote. <laughs> beeping. Uh, let's see. Sony did that. Oh, okay. Um, so Sony has a remote. Here it is. Um, uh, Sony's new clicker will beep if you lose it among the couch cushions. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. Well, that sells me on that one. Just saying. Like <laughs> The number of times my mom, when I was living with her, took mm -hmm. the remote into the kitchen and then just left it there. And then yeah. we're like, where the hell is the remote? Yep. Um, like, yeah, just ridiculous. But yeah, yep. I don't know. It's crazy. Yep.
So yeah, <laughs> some really cool stuff. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot at, at CES, you know, there's way more than what we talked about, obviously. Like there's just tons and tons of stuff that was announced, but that was definitely some of the more notable things that I've, you know, caught uh, this past week. And I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm, I'm always excited to hear about technology. Obviously I'm a big fan of technology and I can go on rants forever and ever and ever on it. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty excited to see what's coming. Obviously it's making me want to spend money that I shouldn't be spending. You know, mm -hmm, I have a perfectly nice TV, just <laughs> better TVs out. And I have things that could take advantage of the better features. So totally I should buy one to take full advantage of the things I already have. Yeah. Makes sense to me. If I could convince other people that I also <laughs> have a say in my money, that would be wonderful. And if I didn't have a wedding to pay for, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a thing as well. But I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe you just only have that on your wedding registry, and everyone just pulls money <laughs> yeah. together and gets it for the you. Whole wedding registry is yeah. just like it's One just a TV. TV. I'll yeah. just change it when Jamie's not looking. There you go. <laughs> Who needs? You guys, towels you guys already have a house, and yeah, you got that layer. shit already. We You're have fine. we we have stuff. Even if there's stuff that we would prefer to have, you know, but I would you have prefer really to have nice, this nice TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of spending unnecessary uh, money. Uh, uh, so I, I bought a car this week. Oh, it's not finalized yet, but I, I've put the deposit <laughs> in. I will be buying it. I'm just waiting for them to do all the is things it electric? they need to do. It is not. It is not. It is it hybrid? electrics quite a bit. It predates oh. hybrids quite a bit. It's an older car. Oh, yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. So Maddie. So, okay. So I, I don't talk about. Outside of this episode in particular, I don't talk about cars a lot on the <laughs> podcast. I don't talk about cars true. a lot um, on anything on Play Pause. But um, for anybody who knows me, probably knows that I'm really into cars. <laughs> I love cars. I, I absolutely uh, love everything about them. There's a reason why I play racing games and whatnot, because I'm very into that kind of thing. Um, and for many, many years... Um, a lot of the channels on YouTube that I've been following have been um, like not just car generic, not just like generic car channels, but like car modification channels. So there's like Mighty Car Mods, for example. They're, mm -hmm. they're two mm -hmm. guys from Australia. They make a lot of great content. I've actually been buying a lot of their swag over the past like two years. <laughs> I've got a few shirts of theirs now. Um, you know, there's a, a guy in... Um, uh, I was going to say Utah, but I'm pretty sure it's not Utah. Portland. <laughs> Where's Portland? Oregon? Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy the there. Town. Yeah. He's got a show called B is for Build that I've been watching for many, many years. Um, there's some guys over in the UK that run a show called Car Throttle. So like, there's a couple that I've been following pretty steadily, and they all do some variation of um, like car projects. Some of them uh, more than others, but in a nutshell, like it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I've been wanting to go to a track and, you know, have some fun in a car on a track, which I've always thought would be a lot of fun. Sorry. I'm just shifting. Cause anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so where I'm going with this is I've bought a car and it is going to be a project car. Um, it is a car that's almost as old as we are. Um, it was made in Ooh, 1990. This is exciting. <laughs> oh my God. Um, all I'll give from hints is that it's standard. It's rear wheel drive. It's a two seater and it's a convertible. Oh, shoot. Um, I I have no idea because I am not That's a okay. car person. I do really <laughs> like cars. I think they're interesting, but I don't know anything yep. about them. So. so 
it from what I understand, from what the internet says, it's like if you want to learn how to work on cars, if you want to like have a project car to do stuff with, this is like the answer. This is the car that will give you the biggest community to be able to help you work on it and and the biggest like parts available for it. Um, they still make this vehicle today. It's just a newer model, obviously, but it's still on the market today. And this was either the first or second year that it was available. I think it was the first year that this car was available in North America. It was like 89. Oh gosh, it was released what is it? outside of North America. I won't say where, uh, <laughs> but yeah, really I will be away. picking it up in like the next week or so. And I'm actually, I might be starting up a little uh, side YouTube channel of me working on that. So nice. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. What is it? Are you going to tell us or we have to wait? Uh, it, it, there might be. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to unveil it right now. You can guess if you want. Oh, my God. How am I supposed to do that? <laughs> I've given it's, you a lot of clues. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. It, it's all like a lot of gibberish to me. Oh, you said up, up and down headlights. Okay. It's I've an never... M. It's an M. A Toyota M. It's mm. what my brother had. What did your brother have? What the hell is it called? Toyota. It's not a Toyota. Not a Toyota, okay. but it is a Japanese car. Oh, his was like 1970 something though. Oh, that's really old. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was it? M something. I don't know. It was red. When you say um, M, I immediately think Toyota MR2. That's where MR2. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, cool that's all. Oh, that's all I can think of. Mr. I guess it, it wasn't a convertible though. But it Ronnie's had the... brother had an MR2 as well. Yeah, I puked all over the hood of it. <laughs> <laughs> High school, everyone. <laughs> High school. <laughs> I hope uh, he's listening. <laughs> fine, I'll tell you. So I bought a 1990 Mazda Miata. Oh, what? That's dope. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it red? <laughs> I hope it's red. It's not. I. I. That is the color I was looking for. I. I'll tell you that. But these cars have been like hard. Like they're getting harder and harder to find and they're getting harder and harder to find at a reasonable value they're also mm -hmm. getting harder and harder to find at a reasonable mileage because they're so old now right um this one only has just over 130,000 kilometers which is less than my forester has <laughs> my 2015 subaru um it comes with a second set of rims and tires um what it the best i could tell on the test drive and like checking it out it has no like noticeable body damage it doesn't appear to be any rust like it's in pretty good condition uh, and i got it at a pretty good price um where is so, it um it's just outside of london i actually had to drive to oh. st thomas to go find it and test drive it so <laughs> decent trek. um but yeah i thought you were gonna uh, say like freaking i don't know somewhere in northern ontario or something weird <laughs> i guess they wouldn't have one of those up there but still yeah yeah um yeah uh, hopefully whenever it's ready the roads aren't too horrible and i can actually drive it home because otherwise i'm gonna have to figure out a trailer or something True. to get it back because it is not a car i really feel like risking my life in on bad no. roads in canada <laughs> <laughs> so the goal is to kind of get it home you know put it in the garage, store it, keep it clean, keep it safe for the next couple months, uh, order some mm -hmm. parts and things. Cause I already have a laundry list of things that I want to do to it. Um, uh, there's a lot of, That's so exciting. Uh, yeah. Things that I want to do, like change out the seats and other interior mods and exterior mods. I do, uh, long-term, I would like to repaint it or like do like a vinyl wrap. And I've got it, my eyes on a specific 
color of red that I really like. So um, I feel like a yeah. Miata has got to be red. Like it just has to be red. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I'm very excited. That's um, awesome, dude. I'm it's very something excited I've wanted for to you. Do for a long, long time. Yeah, forever. And Jamie was like super supportive of it because she's known that it's been something I wanted to do for mm -hmm. a really long time. That's um, awesome. And so, yeah, just felt like we were in the position where I could. And so I'm doing it. Boom. And then you guys can like roll up to your wedding in it. Yeah. <laughs> you That'd go. be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she'll be able to fit with her dress in it because it's a really small car. <laughs> That's true. Nah, her dress is... Oh. <laughs> I mean, you probably don't know. Um, I haven't never seen mind. It, but I'll just like make her sit. Like I'll have the convertible down. She can sit up like above the seat, like on the on the back rest. Mm -hmm. And then just I'll just drive down with her, like peering up over the. There you go. The windshield. Oh, I'll hold Atlas because he won't fit. <laughs> no, he won't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid. You won't going to be in this car until you're this tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think there's an airbag. Um, oh probably not i don't think there's any airbags so like i think as once he's able to like sit in a seat without being in a car seat he'll be able to be in it with me technically did airbags <laughs> even exist in 1990 i don't think so um i think <laughs> I, let's look that's it up that's actually a really good question when uh, were airbags, year were airbags invented okay so they were oh. introduced in the 70s but when were they made mandatory Oh, I don't know about mandatory, but it says the first patent for the for airbag was issued in 1953. Yeah, so uh, the 70s, they started being introduced. Um, 1998 was when the U.S. made it law that every car had to have airbags. Okay, so. So yours should have them. No, no. 1990. What did you say? 1998. 1998. Yep. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah badass yeah <laughs> so what color is it did you say oh my it's gosh white. i'm excited white yeah well that makes it easy to uh redo then yep. yeah oh that's so cool yeah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a multi-year project i'm not gonna try and rush it and get everything done like in a really short period of time it's gonna be you know over time working on it adding to it but yeah awesome. I, i'm i'm seriously considering recording it and putting it online you know getting feedback and comments from people there's probably going to be times where i get stuck on things and get super frustrated i'm going to have to ask for help so um hopefully yeah, you can reach really out like to, to the community yeah hopefully you can reach out to uh some of those guys and then be like also i'm wearing your shirt in this video yeah, right <laughs> Aha, that's cool and eventually get my own merch <laughs> um well that's very exciting i now i want it to be summer so you can just start it right away right yeah yeah it'll be and fun. also because summer is better than to. winter <laughs> what i'm most excited about is that i actually have a space that i can park it at my house so that True. when the time comes i can just go out right away like if there's just like you know how suddenly we get random like really hot days in march and it mm -hmm. just all the snow is gone and it's like 17 degrees out and it's just like I'm just I'm looking forward to that, that I like I can take it out for that day and then there can be winter come can come back for another two weeks and it doesn't matter because I don't have That's to like fine. worry about like parking again or making sure that it doesn't get covered in snow like it's fine. I could just put it back in the garage. Um, that's something I didn't have years ago when like I first really wanted to do this kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. and yeah. even when you had your uh, super fancy sports car, you had to store. Well, it. Yeah. yeah, I stored that like an hour away. <laughs> 
Yes. Because, you know, <laughs> young 20-year-old didn't have the money to afford storing it close by in town. So No, exactly. <laughs> it stayed out in the country. Stayed out in the country. Yep, country roads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost did it. I'm not going to. Take me home <laughs> to the place. I belong. All right. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's going on in? You know what? Uh, let's let's pivot to our more regular, our regular scheduled programming stuff. Okay. Um, there was a cool uh, Twitter post by one of the uh, visual artists for Spider Man uh, that came out, and he did a render of what he thinks Tom Holland's Venom would look like. Oh, so I'm going to share that. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to ask what I was just going to ask because I will sound stupid. So so that is so this wasn't made official for for any movie. This was just one of the people that worked on the Spider-Man films with Tom Holland. And he went and kind of like did his like take on what he thinks the Venom suit on Tom Holland would have looked like. And I think it actually looks pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. I mean, is it is that not um, at all what the real current venom suit looks like i don't know anything about spider-man just so you know this is or kind of what like the current venom tom hardy's okay. venom looks like um and so compared to so that, would his mask got... look like that because i mean he doesn't have a mask yeah and so the, this oh. is kind of how he did the mask which like it's pretty typical like if we look at you know um peter parker venom let's just see some of the different Peter Parker Venoms that have been so like obviously Tobey Maguire's was absolutely hot garbage. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about that one. <laughs> like this is what he looked like, and it was just bad. Um, but if we go to, you know, like this is what it was like in the the '90s animated series, you know, which I think looked pretty sweet. Um, and so, yeah, I think just what this guy has done as far as like a render looks pretty sick yeah that's pretty sweet <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um oh we just got a facebook comment that's fun from facebook? mario you know mario well hello mario hi mario Wave. thanks for listening shopify alum right there yeah um that's exciting i'm oh, sorry i got very distracted by that <laughs> comments don't usually come in oh <laughs> i mean they, for... they have the last couple of times you just haven't been here the last couple of times. Oh, man. <laughs> aside from who was it that uh was spamming uh spamming us that one day ding dong dong yeah, Paul. ding dong ding dong dell yeah whatever the, whatever the hell that was weird um, um good times yeah. <laughs> you know what came out uh in the last week Cobra Kai's back, season four. Ah, uh, yes, Netflix. yes. I've not had a chance to start watching it yet, but man, like that show has like for a show that just like spun up out of like a. I think the whole idea started on How I Met Your Mother when like Barney Stinson's <laughs> character was like making his whole like no 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 like Ralph Macchio was like was was the good guy. He was the one that you know got beat up and all that kind of stuff, and he shouldn't have. Uh, and it's just like, you know, they 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 made that whole like storyline. And then that's what this whole show became was like the redemption for his character. Be like, no, no, no. Like, I, I wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> like, this is this is what happened. Yeah, in background. it's so awesome. They've done a pretty good job. Have you watched it? I Did you watch the first season? 
I, I've seen the first three seasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm all I'm caught up until this most recent season. Like season four just dropped. It's really good. Like it's it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out. I I didn't actually see the uh, the movie. <laughs> Which movie? Karate Kid. <laughs> Which one? Uh, any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure there's four movies. There's at least three movies, That's and then so there was sweet. the. The reboot, which was Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith, uh, that came out in like oh, that's right, two thousands, maybe like twenty ten time period. Um, let's see, the Karate Kid. Let's see, uh, Jackie Chan. Okay, so it came out in twenty ten. Uh, was the Jackie Chan one? Uh, but yeah, this one's like the same actors from the original movie coming back and continuing their story. Like it's wicked. That's so funny. Yeah, I'll have to. I mean, I, it probably won't mean much to me if I do watch it, but um, I've heard really good reviews about it and everyone's really mm -hmm. pumped. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's awesome. A, it's, it's a good show. And if you are going to watch it, you should watch the movie first. I, like just the first one. You don't need to watch okay. the other ones, to be honest. The first one's a really good movie <laughs> from the 80s. The 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wax on, wax off thing, right? That's what that reference yes. is always about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, is, see, it and is. I always hear it, but I don't get it because I'm like, <laughs> what, what, what are we waxing on and off of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man, I don't really oh, have. Geez. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, we watched Death to 2021 the other day. I watched that last night. Nice. Yeah, What'd that was think? a good one. It was, it was hilarious. Just like the death to 2020. Like, I like how they had the mm -hmm. kind of the same characters, a couple, yeah. I think a couple new ones. Like the mom um, but... came back and, and um, yeah, the British geez. historian returned and Hugh Grant, right? Yep. Yep. And yep. then the, the crazy British lady who I think is just like yep. supposed to be like a regular person kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, she was back and uh, the like influencer yeah, guy. Yeah who i just makes me want to like pull my brain out, but... he's so good at that though like he, he does oh God, it so well good. yeah that's why yeah. i want to like, shoot him because i'm just like yeah. you are i know you're not this person yeah. but like you also you are so well point. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that was good it was very funny yeah. i mean i just like the dry humor and yeah i love that the they satire, inserted right yeah exactly yeah and i love that they inserted the like stay-at-home mom lady into the riots at the Capitol building yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like that was really funny. So uh, yeah. Was... And how like she, her character like reflects so well, like all the people who went and then like when they were like asked about it, they're like, no, no, no. Like I'm a good person. Like I was just I, like, I didn't, nothing was going on. I didn't see anything going on. I was just yeah. there. And then like, you see videos of them, like clearly just like smashing windows and, and stuff. Just like, yeah. Sorry. You thought that this was okay. Yeah. No, like, I really enjoy these series. Like they've been like 2020 death to 2020 death to 2021. They're both excellent. And I think people should watch them. They are hard to watch at times though. Like it is hard to see like some of the stuff that they're talking about. And you're just like, man, that pains me. Like yeah. the whole like anti-vax anti-mask people that are still out there. And still till this day out there, it blows just, my like, mind countries in this world. That would be, so happy to have the opportunity and the privilege that we have to have access to vaccines 
to have yeah, access just to access masks, just access to yeah. have the ability to just like social distance to have clean water and be able to like, mm -hmm. you know keep yourself clean and like avoid other people and like be able to work from home and all these things to get past this and yet we still have people in these countries that we live in and the u.s that have all of these opportunities and they don't take it and they continue to be part of the reason why we're still in it i was just gonna like, say like we're just starting a like new year new lockdown right like we yeah. just here in ontario for those who don't know have entered another uh we went back to what they're calling a modified i don't know how exactly it's modified i haven't quite figured that out yet but our government let me tell you uh so it's a modified stage two um mm. and i know that it has a lot to do with the new variant right which yep. is affecting people that even are vaccinated but the fact is if more of these people are vaccinated they wouldn't be getting as sick and that's kind of the whole point right well, the whole the whole reason why the lockdown is happening isn't just because of the spike it's because of how many people are ho being hospitalized as a result of it and exactly so it's putting strain on that it's taking away opportunities for people to get surgeries mm -hmm. like it's just all because having some a really of these, big ripple effect yeah all because some of these people that think that they know things are not getting vaccinated for the most like largely there's obviously yeah. other stuff going on too but like oh it's infuriating i went on a yeah. big rant about it when it when it first yeah. was announced and i just like it makes my blood boil but uh yeah it is painful watching some of those some of those movies even though they are funny at the same time you're just like i can't believe we have a second movie that is so similar to the first one yeah what like yeah yeah at least we can laugh at it a little bit but oh my god let's get yeah, through yeah, this yeah. shit you know oh yep <clears throat> on that note One support day. your local businesses by not using skip the dishes and not using uber eats and all that jazz go directly to the um restaurant if you can calling or using online ordering or whatever um I'll give a huge shout out to the Duke of Wellington that saved me mm. today because I was starving and uh, they've got their own app. So I was able to order through the app, go and pick up the food and pay at the restaurant and then come home. So nice. Yeah. Do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Support your peeps. It's, that's my, that's my uh, input here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know um, if uh, there's a really a whole lot more going on right now, like the movie and TV side of things. I know um, um, Daniel Craig and the director for No Time to Die, the, the most recent Bond movie, uh, the last of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, they finally came out and actually publicly talked about um, the end. And I, Ram, I can't actually recall. Have you seen No Time to Die? Have you seen the end? Do you know what happens? No. Okay, well, they've gone out on record never and talked will, about so. this big moment <laughs> where James Bond actually died for the first time on screen. Um, and so that's how they wrote off Daniel Craig's Bond because they literally killed him. Um, <laughs> and they did it really well. And that's the whole thing. They talked about like the whole like when Daniel Craig did, did Casino Royale and it did well. He was leaving like the premiere and he was talking to, I, I believe it was his manager. And he was like, how many of these have I signed on for? Because when I guess to quote him, when he signs contracts, he doesn't read them. He lets his manager do all of that, and he just signs the dotted line. And he now look at him. <laughs> and so, so he he signed off. And when she said like you're going to do four more of these, he's like, oh, can I die in the last one? <laughs> like that happened after he saw the first one. And so that's how long ago this planted. And I guess you know at the time he talked to like the producer director at the time, and they were like. 
okay, yep, we'll we'll make that happen. It it had happened already in the books a couple of times, like, um, and it's just the the studio never wanted to do it. Like the the studio was always very against doing that. Um, and I guess like after each movie, they they talked about it again. The studio kept shooting it down, kept shooting it down. It wasn't until after Spectre and Daniel Craig's very like public displeasure with making specter he, he was very unhappy with the role at the time and he was prepared to just walk away and like leave it right then even though he was contractually obligated to come back and do um uh one more no time to die um, he was just very unhappy with how mm-hmm. specter was taken and done and and so after that i guess conversations happened it got green light green light and then it became the okay how are we going to do this and it can't just be like a like him just getting shot because that like it's bond he's been shot hundreds of times like why yeah, would exactly. a bullet be the one that took him out but the way they went about it and they talked about the reasoning all that stuff and so um, definitely go out watch read those interviews uh it's pretty cool if mm-hmm. you're into bond and so now we're the, in the end credits also said like bond will return so it's not like this is the end of james bond it was just the end of daniel craig's james bond. right so we're getting more james bond who it's gonna be i really enjoyed enjoyed it in the death of 2021 because they were they talked about this and they were like that's that's gotta be double woke bond and all these things <laughs> he also hugh grant plays that character super well it's, in that. So it's so good and it's like really unfortunate because i feel like he's not that type of person probably no, but it. it's yeah, so yeah. convincing yeah yeah he's he's excellent yeah, yeah. um cool <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think i have anything else in movie or tv worlds yeah yeah no i i don't have a whole lot else going on there's uh not a lot going on games oh uh ces uh, i guess talked about uh playstation vr2 sony announced that um so they are officially naming it vr2 for the ps5 um there's going to be these new controllers that are coming out with it the headset itself seems to be similar to uh the oculus quest 2 i just happen to have it sitting next to me (laughs) Um, so it's going to be similar in that it's using four cameras just like this has here the four black dots those are cameras so it's got four cameras on it which are used for inside out tracking so you don't need separate base stations to figure out where you are in the room instead the headset calculates it based on the cameras and distance to things around you um and it works really well on the quest so i'm sure you know something that's coming out two years later is probably going to be better than what Mm -hmm. my quest 2 can do um it is wired uh although compared to the previous wired headsets it's just a single wire connecting it to the to the ps5 so that's less you know obtrusive when you're trying to play a vr game i still think wireless vr like full wireless vr is makes, the way to play vr yeah it makes it far sense, more enjoyable yeah but um there are benefits to a wired connection you get to have all the power of something that's not just inside the headset right True. and so yep. you get to deal with probably you know higher performing games as a result mm-hmm. um so yeah they they announced that the the coolest feature that i read about um outside of like the like it's got good tech specs but the coolest feature they actually built in a haptic feedback into the headset so you're going to feel like kind of vibrations and and motions within the headset so it's going to kind of make it feel like you're more in it a little bit i worry a little bit just because like you know having your vision get blurred while in vr is not a good thing it actually that's what causes a lot of like nausea and whatnot yeah when things get blurry or stuttery or anything like that so they say it's haptic feedback. It's not the same thing as like a rumble pack, like back in the N64 days or the oh early PlayStation days. It's more like on the Switch, you know how like the the feedback can feel a bit more like what it actually what is representing on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they're building into uh, into their headsets. So I mean, we'll that's see. cool. I just don't know if I'd want it on my head. But maybe if it's not like a 
big vibration or whatever. Yeah. It'd be okay, but well, yeah, well, exactly. So they haven't actually shown anything. They haven't shown us the controllers. They haven't shown us the headset yet, but they they talked about it all. So mm -hmm. um, it sounds impressive. Uh, it's going to plug in through oh. USB-C directly to your PS5. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it is. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and they announced a game for it. Uh, oh, Horizon. So uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was one of the best games on the PS4. We all, uh, all of us who have PlayStations are very much looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West, which comes out in February, um, mm -hmm. which is the long awaited sequel that's coming out on PS5. There is now a Horizon game coming out for PS VR 2. So that's cool. exciting as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you will be able to look off into the horizon. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Um, let us know what you think, what you thought about CES, what you think about electric cars. If you're interested in Me Matt honest. doing a project car show. <laughs> yeah. And what you think my name of my show should be. Um, Ooh, Matt's Miata. And what kind of content you want to see. Matt's so... Mega Miata. Matt's Mega... <laughs> marvelous miata <laughs> don't worry we'll get there we'll get there some way <laughs> somehow awesome. it is what it is it is what it is all right thanks everybody for listening have a great evening take care bye so long. Bye, bye oh bye, -bye. bye oh he actually just left that's weird I'm still live. Am I still here? Hi, everyone. I think I'm still here. I don't know what's going on. Let's do that. Bye, everybody.